When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the Red Vent TV. It's the instant match reaction as Liverpool beat Southampton by three goals. Now, as Paul likes to say, it's our hot takes from the game. Uh, I'm joined by Ben Kelly. I don't know where Paul is. He's in Birmingham for some reason. What are you missing home games for, lads? Missed the belter there anyway. Uh, ben, um, initial thoughts on that game, mate? Very, very comfortable. Um, you know, we've done the free-for-all and it was just very professional, very very nice to watch, you know, so so easy to, to relax through almost. And it's, it's something we're getting used to, relaxing through games, especially this season so far. We're 7-for-7 seven seven now and it feels so good. What did you make of the formation? I think, you know, I personally thought it was a 4-2-3-1 first half and I was a little bit surprised by that. But then as the first half goes on, I look at it and I'm thinking, well, Southampton are here playing a 4-5-1. They've thrown an extra body in the midfield. It looked like we tried to just sort of separate their lines a little bit, play two in, sort of in front of them and a guy in Shikiri behind. So the formation kind of made sense, although I was really surprised that we saw a 4-2-3-1. Yeah, um, I think it's something that we looked at um, towards the end of last season a couple of times and, and I... Did want to see more of it this season. It didn't look like it was going to happen. And then, obviously, today, Shakiri is very good at that role. You know, during his time at Stoke, all the all the Stoke fans used to say that he was always so much better down the middle. And even though we've seen good glimpses of him out on the wing so far, I was always kind of secretly hoping that that when he got a good run in the side, it would be in the middle. And I think we're now we've got the players as a, in, in terms of squad depth to experiment with formation a little bit. You know, we've got a guy there who's clearly very good at playing down the middle, and we've got we we can now adapt as a team around him to accommodate that the, those strengths that he has. And and the more players that we have that can that you know we can bend around and do formations for the better. That's it. And then I, I, you know. I was really, I was really impressed with him. I think I mentioned on my match reaction a couple of times. It was something that Tom noticed first, not me, but you know, it was Jordan Henderson screaming at Chikiri to get back in. And I love the fact that Liverpool players are now comfortable enough in their own skin to shout at other players when they're not doing something right because this is a team who've got something to protect. This is a team there at Anfield now who are steamrolling teams for fun and. You know, it's great to see that even when you're 3-0 up, one midfielder's going to have a pop at another because he doesn't think they're pulling his weight. And too many times over the last 20, 30 years, we've seen sides that have just let the game go. And we've seen players let 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 things slide on the pitch that you probably shouldn't be able to do. But in a defensive sense, it's difficult for me because I don't know what his role was in a defensive sense. So I'll judge him on the offensive side of the ball. Proper Americanism, that, isn't it? And yeah, the offensive side of the ball. But when he picked the ball up, he looked exciting. He looks to get you off his feet, off your feet. And you know, we were looking for those one twos. And Mo Salah played up top today in that number nine role. And you know, although again, it's not a vintage Mo Salah performance. He could have had two goals. He could have had three, four, five, maybe. One's um, offside, disallowed. One goal. He's just the quickest to react. And I think I actually watched the replay of that goal at half time. Ben, he looks like he's about five yards off behind everybody else, and he still managed to get onto that free kick. Yeah, he's alert. He's he's he's, he's looking dangerous. I think what you touched on in one of the. Videos. Videos that we just filmed, you know, when he gets a couple of goals or when he has, a, you know, a goal that 
is more reminiscent of last season. He'll be bang at it. He'll be bang back in form at the moment. He's just lacking a little bit of confidence, maybe. You know, there, it, there were moments today, particularly in the first half, that it's just not going in for him. There was one, um, obviously, in the first half where he back heels it and it, ju- it goes oh, just wide. It goes just wide. It's just not happening for him. But then, obviously, he gets the goal. It bounces back and he's, he's, he is very alert to that. I didn't really know what was happening at the time. Didn't know if it was going to be flagged offside or whatever, but it stood. You know, and he needs a couple, perhaps he needs a couple more of them to fall for him for him to get the confidence built back up and then he'll be back to how he was last season and I think the other thing is well, it's easy to forget sometimes you know he scored so many goals from outside the, the area last season didn't he those, that left foot where he bends it into the top bin or whatever he's not getting those opportunities it's not for a one to try it's not for a one to get into the right positions people are just closing him down a lot faster and it's not just one guy it's one, two, three guys because they know he's such a danger and it feels to me like when he's got the ball at his feet he's inches away from creating something special every time but last season he was it was just it was coming natural it was flowing and everything just seemed to be working I was really impressed with them in that nine today and I, I wonder Ben what, why do you think why do you think Jürgen played them in the nine today I think I think it goes back to what I was saying before. I think obviously New wanted to play Shakiri and it's all about, you know, how do I try and fit Shakiri and other players into this formation and the way that he wants to do that is, you know, we've got a player there who's capable of playing in the nine, we've got him player there who's capable of playing on the right on the left so you know he's looking at he's looking at versatile players and going okay I can put him in the nine maybe again lacking a little bit of confidence maybe the best way to do that is to put him in a position where he's going to get a hat full of chances again put him in the nine and um, and you know maybe he'll, maybe he'll pick up a goal and that's exactly what happens it was strange for me to see Bobby Firmino line up on the left and Mane line up on the right hang on a minute here comes the coach checking they're on it let's pretend they are go ahead lads well in hey they're not on it, like, but it's fine. We didn't know. It's better than throwing something at the coach, which has happened before, to be fair. like. Um, so, yeah, Bobby Firmino lined up on that left-hand side, didn't he? And I thought it was a little bit strange. You know, it's not something that we've seen there, but it didn't, ma- it didn't make any odds. He looked comfortable on the ball again. He always seems to look comfortable. Mane, I was a little surprised to see line up on the right-hand side. How do you think it affected Mane's game today? Um, I thought Mane was still very positive. Um, there seemed to be a little bit more... Um on his side of you know passing, it's, I, I felt like he was better with his pass selection this week. I don't know whether anybody else agrees with that. Um, he, he was perhaps a little bit quieter than in recent weeks, but you know it, it was one of those games. Really, really, you know, none of the front three were particularly on fire. And I think um, you didn't have to be again. Exactly, and that is the point. We're getting three 0 wins there. You know, there was there, there was an there was an article in the Echo over the summer that that was criticising the fact that you know it was implying basically that we were relying a lot on the front three. We're not anymore. It feels like everybody's shipping in with goals, and that's so encouraging. You know, even Joel Matip today pops up with one. It's a great header, by the way. You know, and and you don't expect that before the game, but now you know we're looking like a team who can score from anywhere, and that's scary. That's our fourth goal by my account from a goal, from a corner this season so far. I think Daniel Sturridge gets one against West Ham, doesn't he? Bobby Firmino gets one against Leicester. We get one from Wijnaldum from Tottenham, and then this one with Virgil Van Dijk. Something's changed there. This isn't the normal Liverpool side. Yeah, sorry, what did I say? Van Dyke, sorry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, apologies, but thank you. Um, and then Matip pops up with the fourth. And, you know, we're only a few games into the season. Last season, we, I barely remember us scoring from corners. And it feels like this is something that Liverpool are using to their advantage because we don't have to play out of our skin. We don't have to create these, like, Arsenal-esque type goals to score to score anymore. We can just dominate. You know, the first goal comes from a corner. Shaqiri cuts inside after great work by Mane. You know, to then feed that ball in, Chikiri, two deflections and it's off Hoyton into the goal. And then the second goal comes from a corner. That's 
brilliant for Liverpool. It's, it's what we've needed for uh, since Scales scored seven in 13-14. And I wonder it's we- I wonder if it's whether having the presence of that Virgil Van Dijk in the box, you know, because not only is he there. You know, when defending a corner and he's there to get something away. But you know, if you've got somebody who's fucking massive in the middle of your penalty area, you're everybody's going. Virgil, who's got Virgil? Every everybody, just can we make sure somebody's got Virgil, please? And before you know it, Firmino's got space, and you know, and and today it's massive who's got space, and you know, and it just creates confusion and and like. Um, like a hecticness in the box when defending a corner and you know that's exactly the type of thing that we brought Virgil van Dijk in for not only for his presence at the back but you know he creates a, a demeanour in the box you know, he's, he's a scary bloke he's a scary scary bloke he, to look he at is, he is for anybody that's not a Liverpool player and you know again we, we, we saw Liverpool with those in swinging corners crunching the goalkeeper into that space you know three or four players around him and that is there's just a little bit of snide about that that I like to be honest because again Liverpool have been too nice for years and going and putting a man on the keeper is something that teams do to us going and fo- putting four men on a keeper is not something Liverpool do very often but we've done it we did it to Paris Saint-Germain midweek their keeper shit himself he shit himself there tonight and we're getting goals from them so we've proved that it's working the outswingers are a little bit different You don't. there's no point in doing it on an outswinger but it's nice to see Liverpool utilising some of these almost dark arts Um what did you make of the midfield three then? I think, you know, we've talked a little bit about Shaqiri, Henderson and Wijnaldum. How did you think those two fit into the game? I thought both of them were very good. I, th- I thought Henderson was really good, actually. I don't think he's been talked about enough so far in the match reaction stuff. I thought, you know, again, it's just that he never he, he never gives away the ball for me. He, you know, maybe once or twice, but today you know, he's playing ambitious passes more often than not, and more often than not, he's making them. You know, there's a moment today in the first half where... Um, not, not, not in terms of passing, but he knocks it round a defender, and you can see the engine that he's got on him because he goes and gets the ball at the touchline and wins a corner off it, and you know he, get, he gets a massive round of applause. And Henderson comes under so much criticism, and it's so unfair if you ask me. But today, I thought he was he was really good. Wijnaldum the same, you know, again very busy, um, you know, a lot, lot of hard, dirty work done. That, that you know that's the particular sort of thing that Wijnaldum loves to do. And um, yeah, I thought I thought all three in the midfield, you know, and Milner when he came on, he was fantastic. He was so good. He's he's just that you. I've run out of words to say. It's just he's just fantastic. It's mad, isn't it? Because you know he's 32 years old. We talked about him midweek. We talked about him a lot on the podcast. We talked about him a lot on the newsroom podcast that did with Gibbo from the Rap. And yet, I'm not bored of talking about him yet because he comes on and we moved. He comes on at half time. He's warming up at half time actually. So we thought that it was going to be someone. Tom guessed that it would be Shakiri, and he was right. Um, and then you're thinking about it and you're like, okay, well, Liverpool have gone back into a 4-3-3 here. The forwards have gone the right way round again. Firmino's up top, Salah's on the right-hand side, Mane's on the left-hand side. And within two minutes, you're like, oh, wow, this is what we normally do. And we look dead comfortable passing the ball again in between the lines. Firmino looked even more dangerous when he goes into that nine. And then we're looking to get the one-twos in. And we're so close to recreating the perfect goal on three or four occasions. We're just taking the piss, Ben. Yeah. We're taking the piss, Liverpool. Liverpool taking the piss. It's what we're doing now. And like I said, look, like I said at the top of the show, it's it's so nice to be used to winning games like that. You know, we we've said it. It's been like that for Manchester City for a good few years now, where teams show up to show up to places like City and Old Trafford in the past, and a three nil is a good result to lose three nil because they've not come away, they've not been hammered. You know, and that's that's the status that we're getting this place to now. We're unbeaten at home for God knows how long. And teams are coming away. Southampton will come away today and they'll go, We didn't concede in the second half. Buzzing. That's that's that yeah. <laughs> We didn't concede. That's fantastic. We only lost three 0 and that's the type of attitude that we want our play. That we want our opposition to be having. They come away from Anfield going, well, that could have been so much worse. And you know, and 
it could have been if, if we'd stepped out of the first gear, but we didn't need to. And then Joe Gomez comes on again, and you know he's got a shout for best player on the pitch as well, hasn't he? I mean, Joe got it's just mad. I said that on my match reaction when a young lad's playing. In, in the, at centre half, I always think move the experienced one over to that left hand side if they both are a position. Yeah, Klopp shows the trust to move Gomez over there, and Matip's the one playing on the right hand side. And I thought Matip had an okay game, you know, he gets a goal, he had a good game, apart from a couple of sloppy passes. But Joe Gomez comes on and he looks like Virgil van Dijk. That's how good he's playing at the moment. Is I thought, you know, it's, it's it, early on this season, I'm like, Virgil van Dijk's the one who's talking to Joe Gomez through games. Well, he's come on there, and I know we're 3 0 up and it's slightly different and all that. But he didn't have Virgil to talk him through the game. He was the guy leading that back four. Yeah, um, I always, I keep joking with my friends that um, you know, I keep saying it's great because we've got a world class centre back there and Virgil Van Dijk, and they keep laughing at me. But I'm only half joking because he's just so good. And I think honestly, you know, it, the best thing for him has been bringing Van Dijk in and you know working alongside him in training and in games and learning about that experience and having so, somebody so good beside you. And I was a little bit worried today, you know, when he came on, will he be as good without the guy? And, you know, I'm sure Van Dijk is in his ear all the time, just helping him through the game, but. He was he, he was that player today. He came on and he, it was almost like he was helping Matip through the game. You know, the, the much more experienced and um, you know, elite, not elite. Uh, what's the word? Just experienced. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Uh, the you know the more experienced ends back out the two, and to go. He just looks a cut above, and you know. I hope that he goes on to stay here and be, you know, one of the best centre backs that we've got. That, that 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 partnership there is potentially going to go on and be the next for the next five six years. He'll go on. I'm sure he'll go on and have a great England career as well. And I really hope that he does there. You know, as long as he doesn't get injured. And I just, I've got I've got such good feelings about our, our back five at the moment, not just the centre backs. We've picked up our back, well, our two centre backs for seventy eight and a half million. Seventy eight and a half million for our our first two centre backs. We spent eight million on Andy Robertson, and we got ten for free. You know what I mean? That's mental. Like you're looking about eighty-five million quid for our back four. Throw Allison on. You're still under one hundred and fifty. Man City paid about two hundred and fifty for there or there or something, didn't they? You know, it's uh, it's pretty impressive, Man City really. Two hundred million for just the fullbacks, and then they've got a goalkeeper behind you. Know, and look, don't get me wrong, Manchester City got a great defence, but. It just proves that you don't have to spunk out the money every time. If you, if you do your scouting properly and you've got a good manager who's willing to train them properly, Guardiola's a great coach, but Klopp clearly sees something. Exactly. You, you, Klopp's clearly seen something in players like Andy Robertson. He's gone, Yo, there's something I can get out of him. There's a gem there that I can polish off and it's only cost me eight million quid. Not enough credit goes to, goes to Jürgen for that sort of thing. Absolutely brilliant. So there you go, that's been our instant match reaction for the game at Anfield. Uh, Liverpool back to the top of the table for how long? Let's hope until May. Uh, thanks very much for watching. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to Redmen TV on YouTube, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.